Hello and welcome to the Venus and Vesta Astrology Podcast. This is a September issue, September 2022. It's mid-September and I wanted to talk about September now because at the beginning of September I said it was a this month was a game of two halves. There was the beginning, which was, of course, dominated by the Pisces full moon and then Mercury grown retrograde and, of course, Her Majesty the Queen's death and then her funeral. So we've now come to the second half of September, which has got all this juicy, feel-good love factors that really are increasing our benefits for romance, um, for for self-appreciation, for beauty and for money-making, wealth-making, you know, real value in what we do and think and see. So I wanted to share that with you and see how we can actually make this even more of a wonderful second half of the month. Um, It's not really the second half, it starts on the 23rd, which is the day of the equinox. Now, in the UK, that equinox happens at two o'clock in the morning, three minutes past two in the morning. So in other countries, that's going to be, um, so in America, that's going to be on the 22nd mostly. Um, So all of this counts for the 22nd and the 21st, the day of the equinox. Now, of course, equinox means it's equal day an equal night. So there's like a perfect balance. The earth is coming back into balance. Now, also, the equinox in September happens when the sun moves into Libra. And Libra is the sign of balance, having perfect balance and having perfect harmony. And when the sun is in Libra, I mean, and the and the all Libran aspects of this harmony is also about relationships, uh, love relationships too. So, While the sun moves into equinox and um, we're not necessarily automatically thinking about relationships just because the sun has, you know, just because we're in equinox. But there's other factors here that really are going to increase that. But um, the sun moves into zero degree Libra on the 22nd in the United States, but on the 23rd in the UK. And what makes this so special is that on the 22nd, 23rd, on this day, when the sun reaches the nought degree Libra, Mercury in retrograde in Libra is reaching nought degree Libra as well. So this is the nought degree Libra. And when any, the nought degree of any sign is really the kickstart of all the things that are relevant to that sign. And it's the beginning and in a fairly naive kind of way, especially if you have nought degrees of any sign in your birth chart, that naught degree means that you have got the learner plates and you're ready to go. And sometimes quite enthusiastically. So this naught degree, we're we're having Mercury retrograding back in front of the sun at naught degree Libra. And this means it's a Kazemi. It's a Mercury Kazemi at naught degree Libra. And this is all the factors that are giving all these love vibes that actually this Kazemi is really special to be in the naught degree of Libra, the sign of relationships, the sign of love ruled by Venus. It's all quite exciting. Now, to explain a Kazemi a little bit more, the Kazemi happens when the when Mercury or Venus, it only happens to Mercury and Venus because they travel in between the Earth and the and the Sun, whereas Mars, it goes beyond that. Mars and the rest of the planets don't go in between. So 
we can actually see sometimes when there's a transit of uh, Mercury or Venus in front of the sun, but only when they're in retrograde. It only happens when the Mercury or Venus are in retrograde. So three times a year, Mercury grows retrograde. So we have a Kazemi three times of the year, but we'd hardly ever, well, we've got one in 30 chance of having it at the zero degree point. So this is like the, the if we imagine the sun is supersized, it's the size of the face of Big Ben, it's ginormous. And then you imagine Mercury being the size of a little pea in comparison. And it's just finally making, it comes in front of the sun. And when a planet does this, so only Venus and Mercury do do it, it means that this planet suddenly takes on the supersized ginormous factor, the power of the sun, yet for their themes. So suddenly Mercury becomes this emboldened amazing voice of um, connection and thinking and ideas and also of sh of quick small journeys and you know real um, intellect when we're thinking and sparking off ideas from each other um, and really making connections and what's good about then this then is it's all happening at naught degree Libra the sign of relationships and and love and harmony and of things that we really value. So this Mercury Kazemi happening on the 22nd, 23rd of September is a fantastic day for love. And this fantastic day for love will happen no matter what sign you are or no matter what's happening. So it's really like a door opening for romance for you, for anyone. It's like this is an opportunity on this day to say how you feel or have a reminder of how you feel. Now, because Mercury is going into retrograde, maybe it is bringing things back into your consciousness. Maybe you are getting a reminder. Maybe the universe is going to send the actual person from the past of, or, or a person who represents or embodies those things from the past that you really now need to address or could have a second crack at, a second opportunity, a third, fourth, fifth, you know. Um, maybe this is representative, but um, certainly this day is something where you could have an opening, an opportunity to look at something that maybe has happened before. And this time you can do it a whole lot better. This time you can look at it with such fresh eyes because it is the naught degree. It's the zero degree where anything can happen and that you're opening, coming into this with a real open heart. This is, of course, a very beneficial and lucky day. Now, it could happen in two ways, because Libra is the sign of harmony and relationships, yes, and it is ruled by Venus, but Venus also rules money. And so there is this kind of idea that although we could go with the romance side, there is such opportunity here to delve into the financial side of things, the things that we value, not just cash money, art, beauty, things that really mean a lot to us. And in that sense, I really feel like there's... Um, an opportunity to re-evaluate what we have and the why we're creating it, how we are creating money for ourselves. That we, Because we have to think about it because Mercury is here making us think or making us make the connections, joining the dots up or going, you know, I could I could make more money or the, my wealth could be better used in this way or or or, you know, pension fund, salary, whatever it is, you can up the game here on this day. 
I mention this specifically because I have heard on the on the subversive, on the on the um, on the QT, on um, through various channels that the 23rd of September is supposed to be some special day. There are huge potentials around this day because people are saying something big is going to happen. And this is without looking at the astrology. This is what I've heard. I've seen memes about the 23rd of September. And one was saying that all these films mention what happens in the future. They always use the 23rd of September. And so I was trying to look into it. And then I remember Earth, Wind and Fire, the 23rd of September. I'm like, yeah, OK. So something's supposed to be happening on the 23rd of September. Also, Simon Parks, social commentator, he says there's something happening on the 23rd of September. I don't know what it is. But he also talks about the, re, the he calls it the RV, the re-evaluation. And he means the re-evaluation of our monetary systems so that we all come in line. So that, I mean, the pound, the dollar and the euro are virtually in line anyway, but obviously other currencies are not. And we would take a lot for them to come in line with, um, so everyone has the same currencies. Can you imagine that all our currencies were valued at the same? So he talks about this. I'm not sure exactly what that is exactly what he means, but it's a huge possibility for our monetary systems to then suddenly become aligned. And I think this is 23rd of September, they're talking about it, or if this happens, the naught degree um, Libra Kazemi for Mercury is exactly a really good day for this to happen. Um, and I would also say this is also a really good day for us to have the debate about going going back to the gold standard, which I know Russia and China have gone back to. And we've we've departed from the gold standard. We're at fiat money now and we're considering going into the central bank's digital currency now. This is hanging in the balance, to use a, a Libra phrase, phrase rather. And so I feel like this is a good day for us to either withdraw from central banks, digital currency, or really restate our facts that we want, um, that we are going, we are going there. Well, something should happen around either yes or no, or maybe is a reconsideration that, you know, we are always going to have cash money and maybe we do go back to the gold standard. I don't know. But something on the 23rd is afoot on those channels, if you listen to those more subversive channels, um, you know, worth checking out and worth being alert that this Mercury Kazima, Kazimi rather, on Nought Degree Libra, it does have the potential for romance, but it also has the potential for money making ideas, re-evaluation of money, re-evaluation of your homes or of pensions or anything. So it could be on a personal level, but it also could be on a worldwide level that something big happens to uh, re-evaluate our monetary systems. You heard it here first. Or, you know, if you've been listening to Simon Parks, you definitely haven't heard it. You've heard this some of this before, but not attached to the astrology. However, if nothing happens, it is worth looking at um, you, what you're doing to create money. Now, um, a really good inspirational um, wealth creating um, course is Jodie Shields money making course. And she always says every couple of months, you've got to think, what am I doing to create money? What What's my wealth creation going on here? What am I focused on? Because I know I really drift away from thinking about creating money because I mean, who does, you know, it's not my, it's not my number one goal. Um, 
And I drift away from that. And I often think about how I'm going to spend it. So it is really good to focus, go back and go, right, how, what's happening in my money world now? So whether nothing happens on the global level, I urge everyone to have a look at that. Um, because meanwhile, we're going to be flirting our heads off if if we go with the uh, Libra as an essence to bring us into a doorway for love, romance. And so in that sense... If it does happen that it is love and romance, beauty, creation, it's a great day to create some art. But it's also if you're in in for increasing your romantic side in any way, I would suggest getting a honey jar together and really putting all your thoughts in a honey jar. You know, you give the honey a job to do. You put it in the jar. You put some cinnamon in there. You give the cinnamon, say, I want you to warm this up. And you then give the coffee in there. I want you to speed this up. And you put your, um, you know, top three guy in there or girl and and make create something that really um becomes your attractor it's like you become the honey you want that you want to have that um whether you're doing that with an actual honey jar or actually thinking that about yourself this is a really good day to think um i'm gonna be as Casanova says, siate la fiamma non la falena, which means be the flame, not the moth. And this is what this day is all about, because Venus, Venus is how you attract love and what you attract, whereas Mars is how you go out and get it. So this is the magnet side of things. This is how am I going to and, and you know, it is about what you emanate. So, yeah, um, siate la fiamma non la falena. Don't be the moth be the flame. Uh, and Casanova obviously knew what he was talking about with respect to this. And I would say with the money wealth um, courses that I've mentioned with Jodie Shield, she also talks about, you know, you, we generate the money from our energy field, from what we're thinking and what we're doing, what we're what we're creating in our heads, what we're thinking. So, yes, I think this is the perfect day to re-engage with both of those factors, with the love factor, either um, just mentally thinking about what you or, or, or you know, physically getting into how you're going to um, be a little bit more magnetic or um, with, with regard to love, but also with regards to money and what you're doing. And then you can actually put those things into action because they are going to work in in this last half of September. Now, some of you might say, well, look, there's six planets in retrograde right now. Well, actually, if you're going to include Chiron, there's seven because, yeah, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, now Mercury and also Chiron are all in retrograde. And when you've got seven, say six planets, one one um, asteroid and actually, well, Pluto's a dwarf planet. But for the sake of this, says we've got seven uh, planetary beings all in retrograde. And you think, well, how how is that a good sign for me? And I'm always do not fear the retrograde, because really, if they were all going forward, it's sometimes too fast. Things get done without you having, you know, people get away with things. They rush off and do things and there's no consideration and it can happen at full speed and you're left there, you know, sometimes picking up the pieces. So when planets are retrograde, we really have to go inward. So with all these planets in where we are looking inward, what we are creating here, what what our responsibility is to these factors of love and money. And 
not only with the retrogrades do we have to go inwards, things also come from the past. And of course, when we're inwards, we're going inwards, we are thinking about what we've created in the past. So there is huge opportunity here for, as I say, the door to open to love, but the door from someone else in the past to come through, especially because we might be rethinking, renegotiating, reconsidering someone. And just while we're doing that, because it's a Kazemi and on such a special day, we just know that someone from the past is going to walk in and go, hi, ding dong. So I always... When I write about the Kazemi, Venus or Mercury or any of these retrogrades and I mention, yeah, some guy, some girl from your past is going to come back in. I always get little direct messages from people saying, aha, you said that might happen and my ex called. So um, there is this huge opportunity right now for um, for romance with the ex or if it isn't ex, because I say we're going inward as well, that this could be someone that comes from the past or is so like the person that you would normally go out with the, or someone or or another money making scheme that you would normally um like to process or like to work with but this time we're going to have to do it differently this situation or person or or similar person is coming back to your life to uh, for you to then treat them differently than you did before it's like a second go you've got to learn the lesson this time um and so is this a less is this person is this someone you've got to say no to potentially or do we just treat them differently go with them but just watch out for the red flags now this is something to consider for the seven planets seven planetary beings in retrograde but also also on the same day our lovely planet venus who rules libra so we've got to look at what she's doing because she's involved in this in this tube since because it's in happening in Libra Venus is opposite Neptune Venus is in Virgo where she's very precise she does the right thing she feels the right thing or she wants to be very honest about it and she's opposite the mystical planet Neptune in in mystical and kind of slightly um yeah and magical Pisces so there's this opposition going on where the the sprinkling of magic that Neptune brings in has got a precision from Venus in Virgo. It's like the magic's going to happen. It's like we've got this. It's all happening around equinox. So it's like a, not our midsummer night's dream. This is our equinox love reality. It really is. You know, it's it's the ability for these things to get it right. Virgo is in Venus going this is where we might messed up before. This is what my dreams were before. This is the, the, the object of my desire from before. But now I'm actually going to do something different. This this Virgo, Venus Virgo goes, right, no, I'm going to do the right thing. You know, and even if that means denying something in myself, and it definitely means putting in some good boundaries and maybe asking the right questions. And I love that thing that says, you know, the, the best question to ask on a first date is, is anyone under the impression that they're in a relationship with you? <laughs> Not, oh, so when was your last relationship or or these casual relationships? You get precise. Is anyone under the impression they're in a relationship with you? Because it really does cut to the quick. So whilst we're thinking of this um, wonderful equinox 
you know, reality that's happening out with this harmonious day on the Kazemi, on the um, on the Venus opposite, um, on the Venus opposite Neptune. Um, I really think it's a magical day to say what you want, express it. You know, Mercury does want us to talk and say it, say it out loud. And I say, this is such a special day. This is like the gods are listening to what you say. So say it out loud, even though it's especially when no one's listening, because then you feel absolutely free to say it. Say what you feel inside. This is like your special Valentine's Day. And not only that, this is happening on the 22nd, 23rd, but on the 25th of September, we have the Libra New Moon. And of course, a Libra New Moon, that's when we're going to kickstart all our desires. It's a really good day to start a relationship on the Libra New Moon. It's when we can kickstart a new beauty routine. It's really going to get your beauty, your hair done, all those things. And it's great for, you know, you know, looking at your own happiness, making sure, you know, it's got a better chance of working on this Libra New Moon. It's like a moon magic blessing. It's got all the assurances of things are going to work out right. So, I really feel like, you know, right through this whole week, we've got special love magic happening that really is going to make us feel our own value and help us get it right for the next time and in the future. This new moon isn't isn't um, happening too far from where the Kazemi happens. It's on two degrees Libra, right early in Libra. And um, the new moon in Libra ha just happens to be opposite, bang opposite Jupiter in Aries. Now, Jupiter's at three degrees, but it's still within a degree in opposition, even though there are different numbers. So when Jupiter is in ego, is in Aries, of course, that's more about the ego and it's more about, come on, let's get things started. Let's go. You know, Jupiter in ego is ready, raring to go. So it's got this energy um, in opposition to this new moon, which also has this energy. And so both parties are going like, yeah, yeah, come on. But they're in opposition. So one of them seen and it's almost like being at the beginning of a race and you're going, are they starting? Who, who, how do we start? We're all edging to go and waiting for that klaxon you go well shall i just start it anyway shall, shall i ask that person out should they do who starts this um and should i and oh look they're they're gonna go ahead of me if i don't say something so this new moon energy with the it's such an initiation into love and an open door into good things value creating harmony and beauty that then it's opposite this real starter energy as well so I don't feel like you can go wrong with both these, with this opposition. The opposition is often someone else also coming along and doing doing something that, you know, that, that gets all your attention as well. So potentially if there's someone in opposition, it's someone else is going to start it or you're going to start. It's like, I was going to do that and you've done it. But I also would say that Jupiter here in in Aries is also saying, well, is is this, this is me, the self-starter, and um, I really have to look at my behaviours here, and it's my responsibility, and maybe other people are, who, who I'm looking at, are really reminding me that it's me that has to behave differently, it's me that has to make things happen, it's I am the change, I am, you know, be the change you want to see, um, so yeah, um, that that Jupiter in Aries is actually putting it back into the ball, back into your court to say, yeah, um, 
it's down to you. It's your responsibility here to to make things right, to make things good and to make things happen potentially. So don't be afraid. Now, you see where I'm going with this. All these stars are really, um, planets are really doubling up and tripling up to what seems to be a really kind of good end to September. Now, on the 26th of September, Venus is going to um, will go bump straight into Mercury coming backwards. And they bump into each other, one going backwards, they pass over at 26 degrees Virgo. Um, and that's a that's a you know a real meeting of precision of purity of right thinking thinking saying what you think and you know saying what you think and saying what you feel immediately and saying it really honestly and expressing how you feel and um but in a very delicate and gracious way as the virgo would with a real sort of understanding of you know it might be a bit of a critique but you have to say it in the right way and so these two meeting at 26 degrees Virgo make a beautiful trine energy and trine energy is always a nice flow of energy with Pluto in Capricorn, who's now at 26 degrees Capricorn. And so they make this this connection here. So whilst Mercury and Venus are saying, right, say how you feel, give it some really um, real honesty about what you want to say and what you want to feel. Just just don't even bother trying to make a um you know hiding behind a facade or playing a role just just say it kind of thing then it has this this pluto energy that really gives it a much more intensity than you would really initially expect from just two the two smaller planets on their own it gives it such power and such meaning that whatever you say on that day and whatever you connect with and if you're saying it if you're saying it with such honesty it really will bring about huge huge kind of changes um not so no dramatic not the changes it really will process things and make things happen for you it's like almost like if you say I've said this before, it's more important who you say no to than what you say yes to. And in this Virgo way of being quite precise, it's almost like if you say this is my boundary or 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 provide a critique with the most graciousness you can muster. This is almost like so important. It's like setting a boundary and being precise about something is like telling the universe, this is what I want. And then getting all the factors right. It's, you know, it's like telling the universe you want a, a guy, a sexy guy who does this and then go, oh, I forgot to say he's got to be solvent kind of thing because along comes, you know, broke ass boy. But so this is like really saying what you feel, but it's going to have such ramifications because Pluto is here going, yep, we see you and the shadow's going to come out here. But also it brings along a whole ton of karma that you're going to set off in something in motion that really has the power to be um, to for longevity and to open some doorways for you and give you the right thing. So I think this is an immensely good time. This is the 26th. So we're running right through from the equinox, the opposition, the new moon, and now to the 26th, where um, Mercury and Venus in Virgo make a trine to Pluto. So it's all quite powerful stuff. Now, I want to add, though, that these special love and good value energies aren't just this fly in the, you know, just a quick flash happening now on the 29th of September and we're still going to be in this energy it's it's not energy that just goes away it's like really 
you know, we can work with this energy. Gonna, that feeling's going to stay with us. So on the 29th of September, Venus, planet of love and beauty and value, moves into Libra herself. And Libra, she rules Libra. Libra is um, her sign where she really wants to bring about beauty, art, romance, a little real refinement of the harmonies um, that happen in life. Um so it's very different to how Libra, uh, sorry, it's very different to how Venus rules Taurus, where it's really about the physicality of things and, you know, and the sexuality of things. You know, Venus in Venus ruling Taurus is about, you know, fertility, love, sex, um, whereas with Venus in Libra, it's more about the romance and, and the expression of a higher love. Um, without going Stevie Winwood about this higher love. So when on the 29th Venus moves into her own sign Libra, we have this exalted sense of all this love, joy and romance that we've been creating and we've been thinking about. We've got another month with Venus here in Libra. So we've got this. This is going to take us all the way into October. And of course, in October, we've got the Mars retrograde happening. So I think before that all happens, I think it was a really lovely opportunity for all of us to stay with this harmonious feeling and keep generating more of it. It's going to enable us to to do that anyway so this is this is getting out your honey jar this is this is writing your journals and making sure that you give your gratitude list and you're absolutely grateful for all those things because remember the the goddess does not give you anything until you're grateful for what you already have so when venus moves into libra i think it's really exciting as well on the on the end we've got more value more wealth more opportunities for these things all month long so i'm really i hope you found this episode useful for actually tapping into this it's almost like you want to listen to this episode in a few months time when when we need to hear some of this stuff again so um yeah this is a, a brilliant end to september and i hope you find some love and some special things and some value or something and i want to hear about what you do find so give me a, a direct message sometime and let me know and i hope you found it useful so thank you for listening and uh for the venus and Beth astrology podcast and i will see you in next week thank you